0: What's going on, folks? Thanks for hitting that download button and checking out a brand new episode of Toys and Tech of the Trade, your one stop shop for toys, tech, and talk with some assembly required. I'm your host, Rich, and if this is your first time checking out an episode, I'd like to welcome you and also tell you a little bit about what we do here. Toys and Tech of the Trade is an interview series where we sit down with content creators entrepreneurs and just awesome folks that are on our radar and discuss the gadgets the gear and the tech that they use to run their businesses create their content and just be more productive when it comes to toys it's more than just talking about their favorite action figures or Funko Pops you'd be surprised what people consider their toys it could be cars it could be guns it could be knives Uh, we want to share every one of those unique toys with you This week's episode, though, is going to be a bit of a departure from our usual format. And while we will be sitting down with two entrepreneurs, we're not going to be discussing the toys and tech of their trade. What we are going to be discussing is something that's being done to assist in the COVID-19 pandemic, which has affected uh, the world at this point. And... What we're going to discuss is actually a life-saving ventilator that is being created for a quarter of the price of a traditional ventilator, and that company that's doing all of this is MainGear. And I'll be joined by their CEO, Wallace Santos, as well as their chairman of the board, Rahul Sood. We'll be discussing. What goes into creating a device like this, what hurdles they've had to overcome, where they are in the FDA approval process, and much more. Without any further ado, let me turn it over to Wallace and Rahul so you can learn more about the Main Gear Live Ventilator. Wallace, Rahul, thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy schedule to sit down with us.
1: Our pleasure, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us. And uh, long time yeah, will thank you. speak.
2: Appreciate it, Rich. Thanks for having us.
0: So before we jump into it, a little bit of background about main gear. Uh main gear is a um PC manufacturer. They make some awesome uh PC hardware. A who's who of YouTubers have main gear units. Um if you look up uh people in this business that have been doing tech reviews for quite some time, there's definitely been the occasional main gear unit at their disposal. But in addition to that, they've also done uh, accessories, uh, PC chairs, backpacks, but this newest endeavor is, like I said, incredibly timely with what's been going on with the current pandemic and the ventilator shortage. And I want to start by asking Rahul, who is the chairman of the board for Main Gear, how did, what was the, the spark that got you to want to suggest this to, to Wallace and the Main Gear team? What, what, what fired you up to get this ball rolling?
2: Um, well, mo- mostly just watching, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo talk about some of the challenges that were coming and watching what was happening in Italy, um, where th- there's actually a video that I, I sent to Wallace. And it was this 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 doctor in Spain who was, was crying because he had to make a choice, right, between one patient getting off the ventilator and putting it to another and basically making a life or death choice, which is a horrible uh, decision for a doctor to have made. And then, you know, at the same time, seeing what, what was what was happening in New York, you know, where they were pleading for ventilators, um, Wallace, being from New Jersey, he's he's been messaging me about, you know, he was messaging me quite a bit, like a, a couple of weeks ago, about friends and and friends of friends that were dying. Uh, it, it was insane, and so you know, so we saw this uh, we saw this as a as something that needed to get done. I um, and uh, and I and I I figured that uh, if anyone could do it right, it would be main gear. Um, and that was kind of how it all came together. Um, and uh, and before I had the discussion or as soon as I had the discussion with main gear, you know, I, I just I, I said, let's let's get a team together. And we built this uh, this this team of, uh, of, of medical professionals, um, starting with, you know, a couple of my friends, um, Dr. Deepak Kora, uh, Dr. Nahush Makadam and uh, and then and and then uh, a a lady that I've known for years, Vinaya uh, Kolkarni, who who is a uh, 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 who used to be a um uh, a, repertor- a respiratory a uh, respiratory therapist and um and and you know the the bottom line is we put together this team we we brought on some uh, inventors from Italy um and uh, and we just we just got this thing going within a month.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Now, with regards to establishing that that group of trusted individuals what what process were you looking at in terms of just getting a, a unit like this out quickly was it a matter of uh knowing and having the components already in house and knowing how to pivot or was the team of advisors uh directing you about what would be needed to get something like this done for uh, based on what uh was said for a fraction of the cost
2: yeah so so we started out with with just a a vision of what we wanted to create which is you know we wanted to create something affordable first of all because these ventilators are selling uh w- Wallace and I've had discussions with 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 purchasers and they're talking like $50,000 plus for ventilators and, and and we're saying well there's there's got to be a way to make it like a, a fraction of that price and we've done that we wanted it to be portable uh so that it could be used in field hospitals um we wanted it to be, uh, you know, robust. So like, you know, something that, that was easy to build uh, and, and can, be, can leverage parts that we, we know. And then, and then the last thing is um, we wanted to make sure that it was easy to use. And the reason being is the trend was showing that, you know, medical professionals were getting sick. So we wanted to make it possible so that almost anyone in the field uh, could use it. Uh, so simple to use. And so when we did that, um, we we spoke as, as I mentioned with uh, with some inventor friends from Italy who were who were who were building a platform as an emergency uh, ventilator, and they actually uh, the, the version one of this platform that we built is 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 running on uh, actual people in the field in, in Switzerland now. Wow. Um, and uh, and so it is being used. Uh, we've we've made some you know significant improvements to it, um, and uh, and we're just in the process of of, uh, it's already been filed for FDA, uh, emergency clearance. And we're just kind of waiting, you know, for approval before we can, before we proceed. What,
0: what, what kind of hurdles did you have to go through for FDA approval? I know a lot of people that are kind of getting a glimpse into this, this aspect of, of hardware are not too familiar with that. How did, how did you go about just securing that initial, that initial presentation to the FDA?
2: Well, so it, just dealing with a good FDA lawyer um, was was the first thing and and uh, and and getting all the questions answered that we needed answered. you know, making sure that the that the base system would support um, you know uh, guidelines from the FDA and then also uh, um, guidelines from from the Canadian Health Authority as well. We wanted to make sure that it would meet those specifications and those requirements, and it does. Um, and then and then just working with a with an FDA lawyer, there, there's a lot of work that goes into the initial filing. But luckily for us, you know, this 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 inventor that we that we work with uh, who, who developed this this platform um, is uh, is it, it had already been kind of working to to, to get this approved in other markets, uh, including in, uh, you know, in, in Europe and, and other places. And so um, so, you know, we we're, we're we feel like we're in good hands and we'll see, you know, the, the FDA is, is is moving faster than it ever has. Right. Um. But but the minute the country says it is no longer an emergency, like then, you, you know, getting emergency FDA approval is 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 no longer an option. So, you know, we, we hope that we get um, emergency FDA approval because we'd like to make it available to other countries uh, because other other ventilators aren't coming until August. Right. And, and you know, we, we, we could ship this thing in May. Uh, that's wow. that's that's why we want to get people's attention.
0: Have you received any pushback like and and I say this because as as many of you know, as soon as you try to disrupt an industry that has, you know, for the longest time, it's like, you know, Elon Musk with with space travel. Uh, When you try to disrupt an industry where a ventilator is fifty thousand dollars and you're saying that you're going to be able to do it for a fraction of the cost. Have you experienced any sort of pushback or negative uh, negative Um. commentary from the industry? No, no,
2: not not really. And and I, I think the reason being and I don't know if Wallace, if, if you have something to add to this, but I, I think the, the big reason is that we're we're not looking to replace traditional medical ventilators. We're we're looking to create an emergency ventilator for emergency use, right? So this is designed to be used in field hospitals. It's designed to be used in this particular situation of a pandemic. And and you know, you talk about um you talk about, you know, the the, the, the pandemic. Nobody knows when this thing is going to end. People are talking about reopening the country up right now. I think it's insane because, you know, our doctors who are on our panel believe that this is just wave one. There's going to be a wave two, a wave three, and possibly a wave four. Like they think this is going to get worse. And and so, you know, so it's not too late. I think the biggest pushback we got was from people on, on Reddit and like other places talking about it's going to be too late. Like what do you mean it's gonna to be too late? This is not gonna to be too late. There's no fucking way that, you know, we're gonna go and and create something like this and 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 it's gonna to be too late. I mean, you've got to be prepared for the next pandemic. It's gonna happen. I yeah, and look,
1: and, and it's quite it's been the opposite too. People are, are extending their help. They're they're willing to they're reaching out to us saying, Hey, how can we help, you know, the different entities, hospitals, I mean, you name it, designers, people that that's working ventilators before reaching out to us and saying, Hey, you know, there's a there's a serious situation out there. How can we be of assistance?
0: It's it's a scary it's a scary situation right now where you essentially have an illness that continues to evolve, and the the only course of action, which is the scariest part, is washing your hands. Nothing else, you know. It's like nothing, something so so simple is essentially killing so many of us because the the the, the path, you know the the virus is spreading at such a such an, a, a rapid rate that. It's something so scary like that that can pretty much shut down. It's it's shut down our economy. It's shut down our way of life. And the worst part is that so many shortages and so many things have just affected different levels of infrastructure. So when I saw that you were step that that your team was stepping up to do this, I felt that this was a, a shot in the arm to not only obviously. Uh, alleviate some of the stress going on in field hospitals and and hospitals across the country and across the world. But I also think it was something that lit a spark in other companies to pivot. Do you guys? That, that was part of it. That's
1: the idea. Like that's the idea is to is to inspire others to do to to help as well, right? So like do do your part in, in any which way possible.
0: Wallace, I you know I I read that you had you know, named the unit after, after your daughter, uh, congratulations, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, seeing something like that, how do, how does that feel just as a, a creator doing something locally to help your country? Like what kind of feeling did you get? Like when you looked at that and you said, this is what I'm going to name it and seeing like an active finished product. I'm just curious oh, how cool. you felt personally.
1: Uh, it's definitely emotional, but more importantly, it's, it's, this is not a product that I solely created. Right, this is a product that that comes from a team of really, really smart individuals. That you know, between Rahul and and the the advisory board, the medical advisory board, it's, it's we we couldn't have done it on our own, right? So uh, when when you get really smart people and experts in in their you know in the field that that know what they're talking about and and combine you know combine with our type of our capabilities, right? Like in our case, we're we're manufacturing, we're assembling these really complex you know, liquid cool, really beautiful computers that are that are very hard to assemble, actually. So um, when you kind of get everybody in a room, uh, great things come about. And I, I was just lucky enough to be able, to, you know, at the end of the day, Rahul was like, hey, man, you choose a name. And I'm like, hey, you know, can I name it live," And everybody liked it. And, uh, you know, short for Olivia. And, uh, you know, it's uh, and it's also significant, too. Right? It's like the name you your Liv so you get to live as well. So it's, Absolutely. it worked out.
0: Now in terms in terms of the of the pivot in, in manufacturing and i wanted to ask about this when you when you were looking at at manufacturing this what is the estimated uh build time for a unit like this considering that a lot of the stuff is being repurposed what's what's the average build time especially so, since so Rahul whole said about having ready to ship in may we we, we could build hundreds
1: per week um wow. it's using mostly off the shelf components and and we're not going to repurpose parts like the, the prototype that you're seeing there is a repurposed computer chassis right that's because we wanted to get a working prototype as soon as possible but the shipping unit will not ship in the computer chassis it will sh- it will be shipped in a purpose built chassis Got right um there's also adjustments final adjustments that we're making as we're getting feedback uh you know from, from the advisory board as well so it's um you know it's, it's, it's like I said, it's just a prototype unit that we're showing off right now. The final unit will look much different and will be built with scale in mind. So we're using mostly parts that are sourced in the U.S. Uh, first and foremost, and uh, and then parts that that we can easily assemble. Uh, you know, like I said, hundreds of units per week.
0: I think I think one of the 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 most amazing things about seeing this happen is the amount of the, how quickly. This was put together to to get out there and get in front of everyone how did the 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 government i mean especially for for instance here in new york ha- has have they reached out to you about this unit as soon as the announcement went live so we've had a
2: lot of um uh, hospitals reach out we've had people in government reach out um you know it, we're sort of uh we're we're waiting to go too too fast with them until until we get approval um you know and and so we're 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 working hard on that particular part of the process. I think we all want to make sure that, you know, uh, approval is in place. I think, I think, just even with emergency FDA approval, we'll feel comfortable selling into other countries uh, and selling into governments and and making it available to hospitals and that sort of thing. But there's been there's been a ton of interest.
0: That's that's great to hear. I mean, I I think I think with what's been going on and the constant uh, political jousting that we've all seen across the board with regards to ventilators, I I think that this would alleviate a lot of that because i think a lot of the focus is shifting away from the big problem which is obviously people dying to to political jousting so for to see a device like this come on the scene and kind of just put a put a big rubber stamp on making a difference is is huge at this point
2: yeah thank you i appreciate that
0: i think one one thing i did want to to ask is do you see yourselves creating more devices to meet these sort of needs, obviously the ventilator being one, or was this just something that you, that you and your team wanted to do to, to address an, a, a, a very important need right away. Is this yeah. a new, a new, um a new line of, of creation for you guys?
1: I mean, we're going to, we're going we're gonna to walk before we run. Uh, our, our focus right now is to, is to make sure that we execute on this and, um, uh, and we'll, you know, we'll take it
0: from there. I think one of, one of the things that really impressed me the most going through this and and preparing to to interview you guys was the fact that everyone's being very very transparent in an in an age when so many people kind of hide behind PR and everything. Wallace, I've seen you aggressively on LinkedIn on social media, just really getting it out there, leveraging all of these platforms. And I wanted to to ask you both: Is that has that been a game changer in terms of getting something in front of the public so quickly that you feel is going to kind of swing the pendulum a little easier towards approval that so many people have already are already aware of the existence of this product?
1: I'll Rahul answer that first because he's the, he's the king of social media from back in the day. <laughs> so posts and everything. <laughs> well, no, then I'll answer afterwards.
2: Yeah, look, I, I think that, um, I think that social media, the idea of getting it, there and, and possibly doing AMAs on Reddit and that sort of thing is, is a way for us to catch the attention of the right people who can help us get in front of regulators and government. Um, we did get the attention of, of, you know, certain people, which is great, um, and, uh, and, and that will help us accelerate this to market a lot quicker. I think, um, I think what's happening right now is sort of weird, um, meaning, uh, you know, now that things are sort of, we're over the apex, uh, the first apex, people are kind of taking a breather. Um, and, and, and I guess that would be okay. If, uh, if, if we didn't think that, you know, that if, if there was a cure for, for, for COVID-19, right. right. And we know there isn't. Um, and, and we're starting to see other countries talk about people who were once infected getting reinfected, Yep. Um, which, which tells me that, you know, we, we could be in for, for some more trouble where, I wonder if you get reinfected does it does it become worse for you as a human right like you know does it deteriorate mm-hmm. you even more um, you know we don't know yet but we'll know in a few months um, and we just want to be prepared for that so so getting on social media getting the word out has really helped us get in front of you know the right audiences
1: yeah I mean look it, it's there's there's people from all over the world reaching out to us right now and it's 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 incredible right uh, if people that are looking for to, to to just acquire units and people that are looking to help. So from uh just the fact that we have these tools at our disposal, and that we can just kind of blast it to the world and it's it's really amazing
0: yeah i think I think that with everything going on it's it's hope, which is important, and I think that when everybody unlocks their phone and logs on to every social media platform or or any or any news outlet you we all know that all we see are just mounting numbers of of just unfortunate things, and we're seeing very few positives so like i said when when i received this this press release i felt that it was it was a great positive thing that that people needed to hear that companies are pivoting and and being and being reactive and they're doing it very quickly instead of you know throwing a press release out there and saying yeah we're gonna do something and then months and weeks and months go by and it was just that hollow words so you know i'd like to commend you both for not only stepping up, but also putting something out there and not just lip service. Thank you. I think it's a, it's a, it's, you know, a very, very noble thing. The The last question I wanted to ask, cause I, you know, I want to be respectful of both of your times, Rahul, do you think, and, and I'll start with you. Do you think that going this route, um, is going, is, is going to make it that the government is going to want to reach out to more companies, to create more hardware like this, obviously with the defense production act that they pushed, they wanted to kind of get other companies going into this, but main gear voluntarily did this. Do you think that more companies are going to start revisiting the, the applications of their hardware to do this sort of stuff? Like, obviously we know that, uh, Tesla wanted to do something, but again, they wanted to do something. We haven't seen anything, uh, significant yet. Neither have we from Dyson, you know? yeah.
2: Look, yeah, I, I think those companies are, are working on it. Um, I think they, it's it's a lot more challenging than what than what people think. Okay. Um, you know what, what what's amazing about it is um, that if you look at like the Tesla video, for example, or if you look at what other companies are building, they're building traditional ventilators, which is a very complex thing to do. Right. Uh, traditionally, the the way we built the the Mingear Live is um, we're using we're, we're we're using no moving parts. We're using software. Um, and, and a series of circuits to to be able to to replicate what a traditional ventilator does. A traditional ventilator uses things like turbines in it to push air and that sort of thing. We're not doing that. So so our unit is so far less complex that um, we could ship this in May. Those guys are 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 building. Uh, you know, they're they're like landing a, a man on Mars, mm-hmm. uh, which takes a little longer. Um, and they're and they're shipping in August. Like they're sort of going down the traditional path. We went down the path of what do we actually need to to build an emergency ventilator and that's what we did
0: i i think that that simplification sometimes you don't need to reinvent the wheel i i that's that's the short version i i feel with this with this instance if you were able to do it with less parts for a fraction of the cost and it's making a difference i i don't see how other companies may wouldn't follow suit with that approach but to your point you know it's it, they're definitely trying to land the man on mars everybody wants to be a hero in this instead of just wanting to make a difference
1: look a big aspect of of live is the software part where we we can make changes on the fly via software updates that if you can just add features right like it's uh, you know we've been discussing things like uh you know we can we talk, talk about a more technical side but like where, where we can wean a, a patient out of you know out of a ventilator like that's a feature that we didn't have, and for software, we're able to just, you know, simply program it, and all of a sudden, we have that feature enabled. So there's no, no real hardware that we need to change to to add features to it, which is nice.
0: And the lear- the learning curve for for the software. I mean, if if you guys have been stress testing that, so when it goes out into the field, do you feel based on the advisory panel, have they pretty much gone through it and found ways to streamline? uh, you know, somebody who's trying to use that and learn it in 10 or 15 minutes? Like what's the learning curve you guys have established for the, for the device?
2: Uh, the learning curve, you mean, you mean for, for, for users to be able to use it?
0: Yeah. So in other words, the, the unit gets approved, it goes into a hospital, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. nurses get presented. It's,
2: it, it. It, 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 it's, it's pretty basic. I, I think any, uh, and any respiratory therapist will be able to pick this up fairly quickly. Okay. Um, you know, it uses, uh, <laughs> It sounds really ridiculous, but it uses like an Android tablet, you know, some basic software. You set the settings that you want, like, you know, you can set the breath rate, uh, you can set, you know, um, like different settings, like um, uh, things that, uh, that, that are like minimum factors specifically for the patient um what a a couple things to 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 note um you hear about people going on 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 ventilators that have a 20 percent chance of living like so so basically when you get on a ventilator you basically are 80 percent going to die that's what they say that's what they're saying in new york that's what's happening a lot of that has to do with the fact that the people who are operating the ventilators are either using very aggressive settings or they're you know they're just not they're just you're using settings that are designed for a different type of, of, of sickness. And, and, and apparently, and this is what we're learning as we go, which is a, which is both a horror and also, I, I guess, a bit of a blessing that people are learning, but it's a horror that people are learning on the job that the settings need to be changed differently for COVID. Um, they shouldn't be as aggressive. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that we learn along the way. And and the nice thing about uh, this this ventilator is there, you know, the settings are available by the touch. So you can change like the peep settings, you know, like the ex, uh, the the uh, the expiratory pressure and and things like that can be done just with the touch of a finger. Um, so it's it's pretty neat. And then and then you know uh, as far as the, uh, the 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 inlet goes, the 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 pressure that comes in from the oxygen, there's like a manual regulator on it. You know, it's not it's not um, it's not like rocket science. So
0: gotcha. Yeah. That's that that's one of those things that I'm sure. The people that hear this are going to wonder because, again, you're you're creating something that's that's new, but also simplified, but still able to do what is needed without as much input. Especially going to your point, if if the settings for this particular illness are supposed to be a lot more a a lot different, you you want to be able to account for that and have something that's easily uh, customizable on a person to person basis.
2: Yeah, and and I'm no doctor.
0: No, of (laughs) course.
2: but we've spoken to doctors about it, and they've been telling us this as, as we go along. And uh, yeah, and I mean, it's just, it, it's unreal what you learn. You know, um, it, it's, uh, it's, it's just, it, it's kind of a, it's, it's surreal what's happening. But yeah, um, we've, we've learned a lot along the way. Uh, you know, the, the nice thing about this device is you can you can change all these settings via software rather than having to kind of reinvent the whole device
0: well to to, to bring, bring things full circle I, that that was actually my next question during this entire endeavor um what is what's the most valuable thing you've learned so far and i'll start with with you rahul first what's what's the, been the most valuable experience from this entire endeavor that's kind of imprinted itself on you um well i i think i think uh
2: y- you know the, the 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 biggest uh the biggest thing that i learned or n- not even learned but just saw was was the dedication that these that people have to kind of making a difference? Like pe- people are actually uh, doing this because they want to help, not because they want to get rich. You know, so we've got people at Main Gear that are working twenty four hours a day to to make this happen. Uh, we have people in Italy doing the same thing. Our doctors have been nothing short of extraordinary and selfless. Um, everybody wants to do it just to help, and that's uh, that's just a, an incredible feeling.
0: Awesome, Wallace. What about yeah? You?
1: I, I've learned that there's way more good people in this world than bad people, and a lot of people, when they get together to solve a problem, they'll, they'll do what they have to do, right? Like Rahul said, we're, you know, we have really important people in our, in our advisory group that are that are that are working on Sunday, man. Like we're we're you know we're texting each other, you know, eleven thirty p.m. at night, uh, talking about you know new implementations, new ideas, et etc and uh, and also and also just the general public, once we we put the press release out, uh just the amount of just positive feedback that we received it was like ninety nine point nine percent positivity and and most people were just were just trying to help and, and you know lend a hand and it's been amazing
0: so far awesome what 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 can my my audience our listeners do uh to help you guys in this endeavor what 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 call to action do you have for our audience?
2: retweet it go to our site share it everywhere you can um and you know and and ask for uh any like help help us push it to governments and hospitals that are looking for this sort of thing um you know people talk about a shortage of ventilators send them our way um all they can do is help us get the word out and that's really what we care about right now
0: excellent wallace anything to add
1: uh, no, that's it. Just uh, we're just we're spreading the
0: word, and uh, we're
1: looking to get the attention from the right people. And uh, yeah, that's the general idea. That's why we released the prototype, and we didn't hold it until we had the final version complete. Right? We wanted to get feedback. We're looking to get the right people on board, and uh, yeah, just uh, the the more people that know about this, the better for for all of us.
0: Excellent, uh, gentlemen. I want to thank you both for taking the time out of your busy, busy schedules to sit down and chop it up with us and share more about the main gear live to find out more. Definitely. You can visit facebook.com forward slash main gear or twitter.com forward slash main gear links for that, as well as links to the main gear live will be in the show notes for this episode. Gentlemen, once again, thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Wallace and Rahul to find out more about the main gear live ventilator. Make sure to visit main gear links will be in the show notes for this episode to visit main gear site, follow them on social as well as reach out to Wallace or Rahul. If you're a medical professional and you'd like to secure some of these ventilators, definitely reach out to Wallace and Rahul and they'll be able to assist with that. The only call to action I have for this episode is to share it and also share the piece that we put out regarding the live ventilator uh, in the hopes that we can continue raising awareness. And when the unit secures the FDA approval, hospitals across the world will be able to use these life saving devices and do their part to continue flattening the curve wash your hands, take care of yourselves and your loved ones. I'll see you guys in two weeks. Thanks for checking out Toys and Tech of the Trade. Peace.